remember your first election that you ever voted in? I do. I voted for Jimmy Carter in 1976. Okay. I was very proud. Nice. I had just turned 18 and uh, I've voted in every every election since. I don't miss any elections, local or federal. Oh, my life is deep in it. No matter how hard they make it, I am harder than them. So I will be here no matter what. I think the current state of the country needs a lot of changes and I'm excited to be able to share my voice and be a part of something hopefully historic. I'm 74 and I've been voting ever since I think it was 20 and I'm voting to cast my ballot because I'd like to see a change in our presidential election this year. Hey Nine Lives listeners, I'm Elizabeth, your host for today's episode. It's officially voting season, and though we've still got a bit of time until November 3rd, the 2020 election is already well underway, as many voters cast their ballots by mail and early in person. You just heard from a few Evanston voters. I spoke with them as they waited eagerly in a long line at the Civic Center on Monday, the first day of early voting here in Evanston. Voting is just one way, among many others, to make our voices heard. But it's not always straightforward. States each have their own registration processes, and practices like gerrymandering, voter suppression, and disenfranchisement unfortunately define our electoral landscape. And of course, the COVID-19 pandemic has changed things dramatically, with many more people opting to vote by mail instead of in person. It really just goes to show that this system is not is not set up to, for ease of access or for ease of democracy. It is a suppressive system and there shouldn't be this many barriers to voting by mail in the middle of a global pandemic, but there are and any votes is at least trying to get people access. Today, I'm talking with sophomore Maddie Brown about voting in the context of the Northwestern student body. She's involved with NU Votes, a group on campus committed to increasing voter information and accessibility among students. I'm Maddie Brown. I'm a sophomore in the American Studies program. I am in Washington, D.C. right now, which is my hometown, and I got involved with any votes my freshman winter during the sort of run-up to general election and primary season. And I am passionate about any votes because I like that any votes has a focus on accessibility, whether that is free stamps, free printing, just access to information, and that it's about creating a culture of civic involvement. And voting is just one really important tool of that and making sure that young voices are heard. So, Maddie, we're getting really close to the election now, um, and a lot of people are calling it the most important election of our lifetime. We're also, on top of that, in the middle of a global pandemic. Can you just talk a little bit about how any votes has been meeting the moment this fall um, and how your initiatives have looked different from past election cycles? Yeah, this is a great question, Elizabeth. Um, NU Votes has really been focusing on, as we always do, our voter outreach. Um, we're a nonpartisan organization, so we are just focused on getting people registered to vote and then getting them to turn out. So this looks like talking to people one-on-one um, as much as we can in the age of coronavirus. So individual texting of our friends, people we know, people we've met in classes. If we're lucky enough to be on campus, people are talking to their roommates, talking to people they see at Norris or in the library. We also have been focusing on class outreach. In normal times, we would be doing presentations in our classes. So now we're doing that over Zoom. There's actually a girl in NU Votes who has been 
going on Caesar, looking up big freshman classes, emailing the professor and saying, hey, can I drop into the Zoom room for two seconds to tell all the freshmen to register to vote? The online environment, though, not ideal for getting people to turn out to vote because it's so much more scattered and I feel like there's less of a sense of community, which is so essential to um, creating a culture of civic engagement and a culture of voting turnout. Um it's pretty cool that we can just drop into these Zoom classes and urge people to get registered. Definitely the hardest thing about this cycle and the online environment is getting freshmen to register to vote. So normally we would set up a table during Wildcat Welcome when students were getting their wild cards and their dorm information and their schedules. And we'd make every freshman come to our table, fill out our 50 state voter registration sheet. It's just one form. It's super easy. It's super quick. They can decide if they want to stay in their home state or if they want to vote in Illinois. And we would make every single freshman go through that process and get them registered to vote. It's one of the reasons that Northwestern has some of the highest voter turnout and highest voter registration in the country. And so obviously we did do that for this cycle because there is no in-person wildcat welcome and freshmen aren't on campus. Of course, it's just more scattered and it's a little more difficult to get that level of registration that we aspire to have. So that's definitely been the hardest thing about the switch to virtual environment. So another thing we know about this election cycle is that uh, many more people have opted to vote by mail this year. Um, What types of challenges have you seen Northwestern students deal with who are going through this process? It's definitely a struggle um, because federalism, one, (laughs) because federalism, and so states control the elections. Every state's registration process looks different. Some of them are online. Um, Where I live in Maryland, everything is online. It was so easy. took me two seconds, type in my, all my information, and they're like, great, absentee ballot requested, you're done. Illinois, you can do online, but other states, you have to print out form you have to print out the forms get them signed get a stamp mail them and then sometimes you can't even check to see if it went through the systems are really outdated and just really messy and confusing for anyone to navigate you know least of all a 17 18 year old freshman who's just gotten to campus so something that any of votes is doing is trying to create ways for people who are on campus to get access to free printing and free stamps and free mailing we did online office hours where people could ask questions we made a map of the um, vote by mail delivery boxes on campus Um, and just sort of spreading that information around. Another tricky thing is some of these things have to be notarized. It really just goes to show that this system is not is not set up to, for ease of access or for ease of democracy. It is a suppressive system, and there shouldn't be this many barriers to voting by mail in the middle of a global pandemic, but there are, and AnyVotes is at least trying to get people access to anything that they need, whether that's information or free stamps or free printing. Um, I also wanted to ask you about a feature of the NU Votes website. It's something called the 2020 Presidential Election Guide. What is that um, and how can students make use of it? So the 2020 Presidential Election Education Guide is our list of FAQs uh, for people who are either registering to vote or trying to find their polling place or just have questions about what is the general election? What am I voting for? So it's about, it's four little options, um, how to register to vote. It um, explains what is the general election. It tells you what are the deadlines and how can I make an informed decision to decide who to vote for. And it has links to all the resources you would need to use to both register and to decide who you're 
you're voting for. As for the informed decision part, I'd like to plug Ballot Ready, Ballotpedia, and Vote 411. Those are the three sites that I use to fill out my ballot. They are nonpartisan, just like any votes, and you can go on, type in your address, and it will list all the races that are on your ballot and give you a little bio on each candidate or each proposition or initiative, and you can decide for yourself what makes the best voting choice for you. It just makes a very confusing process a little more streamlined and simple. All right. Well, Maddie, thank you so much for talking to me today. Um, And I just have one last question for you. So early voting in Evanston started on Monday, October 19th. Uh, For students heading to the polls or getting their ballots in by mail, what advice would you give them? Yes. Thank you for mentioning that early voting starts on October 19th. It does. Your information is correct. And so early voting in Evanston is at 2100 Ridge. Uh, It's the Evanston Civic Center. They have great hours for voting. You probably should bring a form of ID just in case. For people who are planning to mail in their ballots, I just please read all the instructions on your ballot. Those absentee ballots can be really confusing. Um, In Pennsylvania, for example, you have to put your ballot inside another envelope and then sign it and then put it inside another envelope. And if you don't do that, it's called the naked ballot and it will get thrown out. So just read the instructions, take your black pen, draw those circles in nice and dark. Then you seal it up, you sign it, and you put it in a Dropbox. There's a map on the NU Votes Twitter and Instagram of where there are three USPS blue boxes in pretty close proximity to campus. You can also bring your ballot, if you're voting in Illinois, right to the Civic Center. Get those votes in early, and then don't panic. Track it online if you can, if your state allows that option. And happy voting. Special thanks to Maddie and, of course, to our listeners. To check out the 2020 Presidential Election Guide and more, go to nuvotes.org. You can find them on Twitter, at nuvotes, and on Instagram, at nu underscore votes. Happy voting, and remember, all cats have nine lives. Share one of yours.